Hello everyone, Andrew here with a poor audio quality introduction. This is the episode that was originally on our Patreon feed. It's about the Masons Guild in 53 minutes with Guildball Community um, Rules Team member um, Daniel Adams. Him and Steve will talk about the uh, Masons Guild in quite a lot of depth. Today is also the date we're going to be releasing the um, Shepherds Guild for our Patreon listeners. Again, it's um, five dollars a month, which is probably roughly the cost of, um, I guess, five one-dollar suites a month. And in that, we'll have roughly an episode a month where we go into guilds and other other bits and bobs. And if you don't pay that for whatever reason, the episodes will slowly be appearing on this feed. This episode originally was in February um, on Patreon feed, and now it's on here. Anyway, enough rambling. Time for the episode. Bye. Welcome, my vaccinated listeners, to Singled Out, bonus time. This is episode 63. In this episode Steve Cole talks to Daniel Adams in a complete rundown of the Mason's Guild. Live from COVID Island, it's Singled Out! This week, we're talking about the Masons Guild with your host, Steve Cole. Hello. And Dan Roll Better Adams. Hello. Hey, welcome. We're doing a Guildball podcast. Do you know what Guildball is? I don't know what Guildball um, is. No. Uh, uh, go for it. Um, fumble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You have that orc team, don't you? Yeah. Blitzers. Blitzers, yeah, blitzers. Are, yes, I remember blitzers. blitzers. Yeah, I don't, yeah, Blitzers are good. Um, hey, 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 who are you and why are you on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, for people that don't listen to Roll Better. Um... Yeah, um, I am Daniel Adams. I uh, I am part of the Roll Better podcast. I have been playing Guild Ball since the Kickstarter came out. Uh, flitting around teams. I am the pundit for my local meta. Um, I've played played or commented basically every Vengeance. I try and go to a load of tournaments. I went to WTC last year on England 3, although that was with Union, not uh, Masons. And I'm, I, 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 play, I play games when it's not COVID. Masons were your sort of first love, weren't they? Is that right? Or, is it, or did uh, you evolve into them from Union? So, like, First off, way back when was Butchers, but uh, it was like I went Butchers. I basically followed Gutter around playing her wherever she was. First, <laughs> it was like Ox Butchers, Tapper Brewers, Union v Rage, and then once I uh, played like a load of killing teams, I wanted something that was more two two ish, and I fell into Masons, especially because I was doing a lot of demoing to people, and often I would take Masons, and the other person would take Brewers, and 
I really like the Masons. They're very good all-rounders, and I just gelled with them. And there were situations where I could do things with Masons that I couldn't do with any other team, and I hadn't had that feeling with any other team. That's nice. Yeah, and, and I think uh, I think yeah. a fair point for this, for these, because obviously, for those of you listening, this is the next in the series of the Guilds in 30 minutes, uh, 30-ish minutes. Where's the rest podcast. of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, where's the other three and a half hours that you yeah. guys would run to? Yeah, um, yeah, so this is the next in the series of that season, and obviously looking at Masons, and I think as you were sort of saying, Dan, they are, they are quite a good sort of starter team, aren't they? Yes, well, I, I'm assuming that's the reason they were putting kickoff. Masons versus uh, Brewers and kickoff. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? So, yeah. so what? Why are they a good beginners team? Why do you think so, they're? A... I would say they're a good beginners team because uh, they are a great way to teach the fundamentals of the game. The uh, their sort of like uh, identity is a lot of times linked to their playbooks, how their playbooks are structured, where they can most models can do most things, and all the low down results are momentous rather than having, say, all the damage be momentous or all the pushes be momentous. Uh, and the fact that they have a variety of momentous results means, especially for new players, uh, some of my earliest advice, which isn't advice to carry on going, but is when in doubt, take momentous results. Mm. And then when you've got the low down thing, you can go, well, I can do damage, I can dodge. And it... A lot of times when you, like, spike high, it often feels like words i'm i'm bad with words uh you get you can do whatever you need to in a situation and it i find it helps people look understand and think about their options rather than just heading for the like the big red number at the top of the playbook big red number at the top of the playbook yeah okay yeah yeah it's not like oh yeah i've gone high momentous eight yeah like it's more yeah you, you're considered whatever you i take things. will be momentous and you actually consider what you're going to do in the situation that sort of thing. Is, is it fair to say they're a guild that can do they can do a lot of stuff, right? They don't they're yeah. not really locked into one they're not like a pure damage team or a pure football team, but nope. they can easily flex into doing any of those things. They have like certain caveats to all the ways they play, I find. Uh where sort of there's like a knack to doing everything. So like a lot of the times with damage, you're just taking bomb two over and over again. So if you need to get through anything with tough hide, you're gonna need to bring someone with a damage stim and as long as you know that then you're probably fine and with football you're probably going to need flint unless you're cabelli and whatnot so as long as you know the rough outline and you're not trying to you know score goals of brick or anything you can pretty much you can 2-2 you can 3-0 you can 4-1 you can 6-0 and most of the teams that if you build a say i'm going to build a like 3-0 corbelli team that team will quite happily flex into like the uh late level down so you can flex quite easily from 3-0 into 2-2 or from 2-2 into 1-4 because all you are heavily all round i fair to say i guess that they can they're sort of they're not like jack of all trades master of nonks they can do most things well but i think they you're do right, everything they, yeah but they don't there's always like a little caveat isn't there like if you wanted to go yeah. really extreme on it like you know you don't like you're saying you don't just have the automatic high damage of like a butcher's right. guild or a cook's guild and you don't have you know like range ball retrieval like a pure football guild i'd say apart from certain things which i'm sure we will come into later they're a very fair guild yeah like a lot of the times when you're looking for an output it is going to be i roll my dice against your defensive stats as long as i roll roughly average 
we're going to be okay because it's probably in the first two columns of my playbook. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so is there is there like a core style for them, or do you think their style is heavily influenced by who the captain is? I think uh, the style is heavily influenced by who the captain is and uh, really what you want. Because I think most captains can play in most ways. And I find that, I, unlike many other guilds where a lot of the erratas and patches uh, were removing the like model dependency, I don't really think that I ever got round to Masons. And I still find that, personally, a lot of my... Once you select one model, it often selects the next one. And right. It sort of builds itself. There's maybe not as much flexibility in roster selection as there is with some other guilds. And they have, in my experience, like I've, I've only I've only played a couple of games with them, I've only really played against them, but they have, they're slightly more limited in who their output models are, aren't they, than yes. some other guilds? Most of your output models will be captains. Yeah. Um, I think the first times we really got an output model was uh, sort of like uh, when Chisel got her rework and when Brick got his latest change. Yeah. But uh, other like the pro- so as far as uh, I believe in Gilbert is like being able to one round models is very important, and because Masons are very low down the playbook, they often only have Mom two. Yeah. So it's really divide someone's health by two. That's how many influence you're generally going to need to put into them. Uh, which means that often it is captains doing the heavy lifting as when it comes to damage, and then also with um, uh, goals. Uh, just because they are, inverted commas, an inherently fair team, you just need weight of influence to do most things, because yeah. you're not going to have the big spikes. And we sort of talked about, I guess it's like slightly different to we talked about it with, when we talked about Cooks, like not you and I, but when we did yeah. the Cooks podcast, we talked about the fact that like every model in that guild potentially does quite a lot of output. Like you're you're more not, you there's no issue with giving a model influence, like and that affecting your output. Like, it's more about the stage they come in at and that, and that you just can't spend all... You can't put full influence on everyone. Whereas with Masons, I guess that is one of the things, isn't it? You can... If you clip two or three models in a guild, the rest of them are much more supporting. Yeah. A bit more maybe like Farmers or something like that. Yeah. So let, let's talk about Captains then, because I think that, that that's the big defining feature. Yeah. So Masons, obviously, being a major guild, they have three Captains. Um okay. Which one do you want to start with? Do you want to talk about your favourite first? And yeah. then we can fill the rest of the podcast with the three minutes yeah. we've got left. <laughs> like, um... So, Honor is the captain I absolutely fell in love with because she does things that no other captain can do in the game. She is, in my opinion, the epitome of an all-round captain. She... Um... Oh, I'm going to get out of the card. Um... So, she has... Probably the like the most reliance on other models, but um, like I don't know how you want to do this really. Like, uh, like because she people have the cards in front of them, obviously. So yeah, yeah. Tell not... us like the core. What's the core things that honor brings, and but, and what like it's like. What way does she make the guild play? I I would say um, honor is generally a two-two captain that flexes to like occasionally three-zero or one-four, like. But you're core thing is going to be 2-2. The main thing I would say Honor brings is her turn one is better than basically any other turn one in the game, bar maybe like Vet Greed. Yeah. Uh, because of superior strategy, you can guarantee that you are going last, which is incredibly powerful, especially when like you have the ball. It almost gives you like that sort of right of postponement that like 
I'm going to score this goal and it's going to be the last thing that happens rather than I score the goal and then you get to snap back or anything. Uh, it also gives, again, they've been getting rid of the free jogs and it's another way to buy more distance when the one thing Masons do lack a lot is ma uh, maneuverability and Honor can really make up for that. Uh, They're also quite vulnerable to character plays, aren't they? So superior yes. strategy gives you a way to get round, you know, you, you can, can stay out of blind range or yeah. out of like fire or something like that. Which is, she's probably the most versatile captain, right? She yeah. can do the most she, stuff. She has a bomb tackle. On, like Her playbook is very quintessentially Mason. She's mom tackle on one. She has a double dodge on two, which is an incredible counter-attack. Uh, she has mom two on two. I believe she's the only Mason's captain with mom two on two, if I remember rightly. Uh, yes. Uh, which can go up to mom three because she is assist marbles. Um, the uh, Where she probably is lacking is she's quite weak to counterattacks because her KD's on four and her like double disengage is on three and it's not great she's only one inch. Um yeah and she's and, and like everyone I guess in the guild she's you know she's basically death three. Yeah. So she's got armor but like you know against against you know character plays or, or sort of low easily achievable knockdown she yeah she does get hit by stuff but she's definitely the most versatile she's got um i guess the other thing she probably does is defines your roster yes it's perhaps more of a locked way because she has assist with she has a specific relationship with marbles oh, and harmony. harmony and then yeah. harmony is linked to brick yeah is that still the case it's been a while since i played i think so yeah yeah this is sure. listener this will be slightly more card reading than we usually do because we you know neither of us have yes, played she's protected so. brick so, so, so she she does like sort of to a certain extent select your squad yeah. a bit more. Like I, 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 mean, I'm sure there's probably some clever tech reason why you might take Wrecker with Honor, but well, I can't I really you see it. Two ramming speeds with superior yeah. strategy, maybe. Uh, but yeah. I, it's not assist though. <laughs> assist yeah. and charge is so powerful. But I think the main thing she does give you, yeah, is incredible mobility, incredible activation control, a captain who can do a lot herself, and you know things like quick time are helpful because she can, you know, she can pull your team around a little bit. She's also got like her herself has an incredibly long threat range. Yeah. That like if you need your last four points, if you can get the ball to Honor, as long as Honor is like within like twenty or so inches of the enemy goal. You can wait until the last activation, go second, and probably go the entire distance. Yeah, and yeah, really yeah. will not struggle. It's just a case of spending influence. Yeah, and you, yeah, so you you can even yeah, the, the range is huge because you can sprint twice, you can quick time once in theory. You know, there's a lot you can yeah. do with her. So, so, and she's also probably I guess because she's the first time, she's a lot of fun. Like, what what are the downsides of honor? We we said she locks you in a bit to some of the squaddies. She what else? Locks you in a bit to some of the squaddies, which means like the bottom half of your roster is quite tight, and you really only get like one or two flex models. Yeah. Um, she also um, struggles. I find that other guilds force the way she plays slightly more than other Mason's captains. So where where Corbelli, irrelevant of their guild, you can probably force a football strategy, and with Hammer you can probably force killing. She does need to adapt in spite of the other guild. So, like against Brewers, it's very hard to get your kills because you are reliant on marbles and probably uh, tower for the tool up. So, you have to flex cl close to 3 0. Uh, where I guess she has less um, agency of yeah. her own. She's, she's less vulnerable to control, though, isn't she? Because yeah. she can essentially always dump half her influence yeah. onto another model. 
So that that's an advantage. Like if you're, you know, you can yeah. she like she's less focused. She can be incredibly focused, like you say, tooled up with Marvel. Yeah. She's a chainsaw, but like, but she can also but again dump... something like Brewers. Like the Brewers player is never going to let you have that. Yeah, like, she needs that set up to go through stuff like Tough Hide. So thinking about Tough Hide, should, should we talk about the Mason's captain who doesn't really have an issue with Tough Hide, oh, which is uh, uh, which Tom is Belly. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, <laughs> you just dodge around it; it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Hammer, obviously. Yeah, let's go to Hammer. Let's go to Hammer. So Hammer's quite different, is he? Because he is he is very greedy. Yes. He is he is the super solo captain. I would say most Mason's captains are greedy. You very rarely put anything less than four on a Mason's captain. Yeah, that's fair. I guess I guess you don't put I don't I guess you don't really put influence on Hammer expecting Hammer to spend it on another model though. No. Which you would really not. Yeah. Um and, and so what does Hammer do? So Hammer is your damage captain. He is your super solo captain, really. Like he will generally always get his stack of six, and he's always going to output points in a turn. As long as like he Hammer's big limiting factor is his range. Yeah. He has a very binary range where if you can measure if you can measure ten inches, you can probably stay away from Hammer. Yeah. Uh, if you're within ten inches, you're probably really unhappy. Yeah. He's also probably the best Mason's captain at getting uh, at scoring six point activations Yeah, because as soon as he gets into a model, he has a lot of maneuverability due to knockback yeah. um, so if you can get the ball to him he's like quite able to kill a model plus score I find um, he's less uh, shackled on like the, his roster is more open generally yeah. because, because he brings so whereas on a allows other models to output slightly more, like with the Harmony and the Wrecker and whatnot, uh, Marbles and whatnot. Because Hammer does a lot of the heavy lifting himself, his roster is slightly freer to um, flex in and out. Though I guess you tend to end up with at least one or two models who are basically like supporting Hammer, because yeah. so much of your output comes through Hammer. Like Honor can turn other models into decent output models, where there's so much is coming through Hammer yeah. that you, you know, you often end up taking Tower for tooled up and V Harmony, so he doesn't yeah. get knocked yeah. down. Because he's he's a weird. The, the one thing is with Hammer, his his two weaknesses, I guess, are a he's he is pretty vulnerable to being controlled, though there are mitigations for that. Like he doesn't hugely like. You know, a fire AOE standing in his way, or or fear, or something like that. And he also he is one inch reach, so and he's not like so he is vulnerable to being disengaged by like stoic he's, models. Yeah, well, he's also stoic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He's, so he's, generally, stoic models won't disengage from him because you both just pop and. But someone who can like knock him down or yeah. something like it's it's sort of yeah. His he big problem, I think, is sturdy models more because he has he's got a lot of combined results down the playbook like he's got damage plus kd damage plus push which and then all of those are then combined with a push dodge as well due to knockback so if you can start like if you can block the kd you block uh, you can generally if you can counterattack him and get away you're fine he's got no yeah. re-engage anything you can do to make hammer spend more influence really hurts him. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a classic super solo, basically. Yeah. Like you're trying to like he's going to do stuff. It's like how much, like how much you as the Masons player can get him in a situation where he can spend all of his influence just punching and damaging people or getting towards goal, and how much you can avoid, yeah. you know, him having to charge and him having to sprint or him having to, you know, take results that he doesn't want to take and things like that. 
There is, um, I've not played it myself, but I know that some people like the like super prison list with Hammer, yeah. where you take uh, granite brick, that ch- chisel, that harmony, I think. Yeah, it's that sort of thing, isn't that it? That sort yeah. of thing, and you just sit in a block and no one can really touch Hammer, and then Hammer sort of yo-yos in and out every turn. But yeah, or, you, or someone comes in to get, yeah, it's 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 quite a common list, isn't it? I think we, we saw, I think we saw more maybe at the start of season four, because yeah. actually it's it's quite vulnerable to football teams that list like it is a good list because you you basically create a big trap yeah. with all your with all the models that make we'll talk about later that make life awkward for the opposition yeah. and at the heart of it is hammer killing stuff yeah. the the trouble i think that that has is either is if you end up with someone who massively outranges you like steel jaw just doesn't care it's like, oh great, stay okay, you all stay on your side of the board. I'm coming nowhere near you and you're all gonna be snared and bleeding and yeah. poisoned. Or somebody like Midas, who's just like, That's great, you all stay together, now you're all on fire and I've got the ball. Like yeah. so so there's a bit of a balance there. Um but he can he is definitely I think you're the main thing, he is really good at six point activation. So you yeah. can be super aggressive with him. I've seen some people use him, you know, with a deliberate recycling of, you know, Hammer's going to go, he's going to score six points, he's going to die, I'm going to sit on my hands for a turn, and then Hammer's yeah. going to come back in and score another six points. I've, especially on the receive, I find. Yeah. If you can get your six points with Hammer on, like, your your turn, like, turn one, top of turn two, whatever that yeah. is, um, then they're almost forced to have to play a game without scoring because if you get to kick out, you're probably just going to six point again with hammer. Yeah, if yeah. you get any sort of setup. Um, so talking about goals, should we talk about Corbelli? Yeah, I I will thing. admit that I've only played him twice. I think. Yeah. Because I ref- I'm, I'm a small little snowflake, and I refused to play him when he was like the super most good. Broken thing. The yeah. Team have ever released, and I stand by that statement because a model that automatically scored a goal. Were you playing season one? <laughs> no, that's true. Did you yeah, play Range Gut and String Shark? Because that no, might true. have been the most. I didn't play that. No, no. In my in my time yeah. playing, in my time playing, the most broken, yeah. the most broken wave three captain, which was quite a high bar. But um, yeah. but yeah, so he he is the football captain, right? He is. He is. The football captain. He is also like I would say he's also the mobility captain. Yeah. Like Masons do struggle with mobility, but with Corbelli, as soon as you have the ball, everyone's got where they go. It's great. And, um, and I guess in the same way, Hammer, he's he's weirdly almost the most straightforward captain because it is like yes. get ball, score, score goal, get ball, score goal. Yeah. You know, rinse and repeat. Now there's like some timing things with um like uh the dodge and when you because you can declare the pass dodge into range and then snapshot and whatnot but as long as you've got like a vague understanding of how that works like it's pretty simple and he seems i i don't know i've i've seen uh i've played against christian metz using him and a few others and i think what he said was you know he corbelli's like the receive captain that yes. was the big thing because he's I've, so happy with the ball i've seen i can't remember who did it uh, apologies uh, but I've seen a Masons player with uh, Corbelli receive the ball and proceed to not score a goal for the first like four turns because he was just using it to dodge around all his like big enforcer models mm. and create every scrum he wanted. That could be interesting, yeah. And then you still got that option yeah. there. I mean, I think the interesting thing with Corbelli is if you is you're probably more tied in terms of like again that this decisions yeah. about squaddies is you, it seems to me like you're very tied to O'Chisel with him. Because if you want yes. to do any damage to anyone, that's your option. Agreed. 
That's your one option. Sort of like having a like sort of like doing the fish thing where you like mass crowd out and like you've got brick and granite and they're never getting out and you're just like, I'll eventually do you to death. Yeah. Um and but there's no other model that really yeah, there's no because you get a cat your captain doesn't do right. damage. So that's yeah that's the squaddy that does Corbelli damage. is probably the most inflexible captain in his own right. Yeah. Uh, and then the Mason's roster has problems with output models that are not captains. There's only like I, I would say like a stretch of three. Yeah. When you're talking like Flint, uh, O Chisel, and then Harmony ish. Yeah. Your yeah. Honor. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Let's... Whereas everywhere else is just sort of like struggling to do things. But yeah, they'll, they'll, they won't not do stuff, but they're not no. going to. You're not going to be like if you're I mean, alone. They're not going to run one round anyone. They're not going to grab the ball out of the scrum. Yeah. They're not going to. Yeah, they're just sort of doing quite. They're, just like they're still the, playing season two Gilball. Yeah, yeah, they're very deliberate roles and they fulfil them. Yeah. Um, should we talk quickly about mascots then? Because you, because yeah. Masons are one of the goals with two very good mascots. Um, I think we said before, like Marbles is a bit of a no-brainer with Honor because he provides assist. Um, I also think Goad is one of the most powerful character plays in the game, definitely in the guild. Yeah, the amount of times where and because Goad is on a mascot in Masons. You trade, you sort of trade up in points and points inverted commas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like the amount of like big output models you can go with marbles and then just peg in behind cover is great. And it's also like if the other thing is if you if you go to someone with marbles and they don't kill them, they're then standing next yeah. to marbles and on, and he's yeah. then got assist. So you, when you know, yeah, sorry, Carol. No, no, you, you, you. So when like blacksmiths first came in, end of season. Mid mid season, like three point five or whenever it yeah. was, the amount of times where marbles would run up to Hearth, hug her, and goad her just so she can't move because Hearth's never killing marbles, so she yeah. just can't walk away. She can knock down marbles all she wants, but she's not allowed to like walk away from Literally, it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And it's and like honest comes in, and honest and, just in range. And I think if people wanted like a an example of like good marbles with honor, like isn't the does the game. From WTC, the WTC we were at with Bryce versus Christian Metz, the aforementioned Christian Metz, yes. where where essentially for the first three turns, Marbles just keeps goading Thresher. Yeah, and it's, it's like a coin flip. If you got uh, if you got momentum, always bonus time goad. Yeah, but like you just trade up like one influence for five. Yeah, and then the other one is counter charge, right? Is he yeah. he has he's one of the few models with counter charge, um, and, he, and like, it's it, also a relevant counter charge. Like what he hits on the playbook. Is relevant. He has a push on two. He he can against like the big output models, like the vet cats and the windles. He can wrap into like double push quite easily. Yeah, and he also it's untethered counter charge. He is the yes. only untethered counter charge model in the game. So which which I still forget because it used to be linked to brick. And yeah. like uh, I mean I've I've always had a massive weak point about counter charge, and I still now I'll just be like, oh brick isn't even on the pitch. Marbles can't count. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> and then Wrecker is the other mascot, um, and, yes. and Wrecker is essentially two things, isn't he? He's a he's a push bot, and yep. against certain strikers, he's the world's most annoying he, ball yes. holder. <laughs> Wrecker in cover. Yeah, <laughs> get, I hope you're the character play to sort this out. Yeah, but he he he's battering ram bot. Yeah, and he's also very quick. Yeah, like, like not only does he bunker a ball, he can actually run a ball away, which a lot of like the big chunky like three arm models that used to bunker balls can't run away. Whereas yeah. he can. 
Yeah, Iron's not running very far. <laughs> Especially against one-inch strikers, where even if they come and like end the turn disengaging, where they can like maybe get a good counterattack, he can just nudge them in, push them two-inch out, and then just go on his other way. Yeah, and also he, like, for those models, I've definitely had situations where I've had the ball on Vitriol, and someone's just gone and engaged her with Wrecker, yeah. and you're like, I can't, and, and, and Wrecker in cover, you're like, oh, I can't get out, because I can't, Dude, I can only hit my first no. column, and, and I can't walk away because you just got, he's got knocked down on one or something. Is it record? Uh, two. He's got knocked two. down on two. So his parting blow is yeah. pretty relevant. Knocked down and a tackle on on two on second column. So attack five. That's that's not. Yeah. You have to. That's something you have to consider. So so let's talk about the squaddies. And I think we've talked a bit about Masons having um, limited output squaddies. Yeah. So should we talk about those specifically, the three output squaddies you mentioned? So, so the first one, Flint? Yeah, Flint is your football output uh, squaddie. I am still of the opinion he is probably like top three strikers in the game. He uh, has everything you want. His like only weak point is having tack four, but that's not uncommon in strikers. He's one inch as well, but like he got buffed to four one in the last update, which is great. Like he's above average defensive stats for a Mason. Uh, he's got Weathergo, which is like the best viable dodge. He's got tackle dodge on one, momentous, um, close control, close um, control, yeah, four eight kick. Yeah, he's he's like the def- He's like the sort of. Um, I think the your previous guest on the series, uh, Edek, uh, who you know was saying like. Flint is like the archetypal striker. Like, you know, he, he yeah. does everything you want from a striker and he does it in a very simple manner. Like, yep. so it's not, it's not a rocket science thing. I guess it makes him very hard to displace from the team because yes. he is very good at what he does and he does it in a very, I think a thing I find with a lot of the good strikers, like, you know, sort of Fathom and Flint and Spade is they're actually very point and click. Yes, definitely. go a long way with the ball, with some sort of dodge in there, and have a good kick start. Like, uh, Masons have the slight benefit of it being slightly, slightly less point and click because you've got uh, like Corbellion Honor, yeah. where you can sort of extend and move it around and jiggle it around a bit. But I guess unlike say, you know, we mentioned Vitriol earlier, you're not you're yeah. not worried about is is Flint standing near this other model to no. do this thing, you know, you, you're not pulling other stuff out of it, or you don't have specific relationships to cover or anything like he and he's he's great. So so Flint, um O Chisel was probably the other one we mentioned. O Chisel, yeah. Uh O Chisel is sort of the squaddy um damage the output model. Uh you've got Monty on two She's got her own damage stim that she can buy without influence, which means she can still have four attacks to output with two on one and three on two. Yeah. And once you play Guild Ball for a bit, you'll the first two columns are really what you're looking for in a model. If your first two columns are bad, the model is probably not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because in any situation where like they've got a crowd out or thing, you're only hitting those two columns. Like yeah, I know Chisel. Yeah, she's she's the one with the most. Yeah, like you say, she's got that. She she wraps naturally. Yeah, because she's tag six, and she also you know you, you can you can give her two damage buffs. Like yes. because she like she's the only other than Hammer, she's the only model that can have two damage buffs. So she can be Agreed. one three on one, which is great. And like she can one round a model yes. with the right setup, but also she can definitely bottom top a model. Yes, which a lot of Masons, but basically no other Mason squad can really do. She can also. Um... Uh, top top a model with um, yeah. honor where you if you prison a model 
at the bottom of a turn, like with one hit point. Yeah. You can uh, finish it off, trigger her plus two armor for the turn, jog backwards, and then superior strategy her, so you've still got her like, fully loaded chisel nice. ready to go, but she's then 3-3. Three, three. Yeah, and that's the other big thing she brings to is that she's she if she's killed someone, she's very, very durable. Yeah. If she hasn't killed someone, she's pretty squishy because she's yeah, three yeah. one, fourteen boxes. So so she's very glass cannony. There's many situations where uh when games are quite even, you'll end up going six on captain, four on chisel, and they've got to pick one of them to kill, and they're probably killing whichever one they pick, but then the other yeah. one's gotta do the work. Yeah. Um and so the last one we talked about as an output model was it's a bit more situational, but is um harmony. One last point on uh oh, yeah. actually. Um against like the low def models, like stuff like Brewers and that lot, her wraps are really good because not only does she have a four at the top of her, her book and she wraps naturally, she also has concussion. Yeah. Which is like because she has such high damage on the lower end of her playbook, hitting the non-momentous concussion wrapping into like mom three, even if it's mom three down to two due to tough hide, is super relevant against and she, she's the model that vet cat spends like just, yeah. they basically vet cat and her if they ever play on the same pitch basically spend the whole game basically scared of each other and yeah. then, and then so if one gets into the other the other one's just ruined but yeah, yeah concussion's great against those models and that yeah. yeah that's a really good point so i would say there's probably two other open models so harmony i think is yeah. the one like harmony oh harmony you are almost certainly never taking if it's not on an honor team yeah i've never taken her on not an honor team i've taken vet harmony on honor but I've not taken O Harmony on anyone else. Yeah. Uh, and, and she is like, you know, she's kind of an honor mimic, isn't she? Yeah. She's, it's a, almost like a stat stick. Yeah. Like, because honor imparts her stats to Harmony, it just makes it into another Mason's model that has a very good stat line. And it allows you to, because it's linked, which is, again, one of the best rules in the game, there are so many situations where linked can get you wins that you can't get in any other way. You yeah. can put any combination of models down, it's not going to work unless you got it linked. Uh, because you can spend... Is it... Because they stopped it going over the limit, so I think it's like 13 influence all in one turn with Honor and Harmony. Yeah. If you need to... Again, like if you need a six-point activation at the top of a turn, you can sort of like kill one thing with Honor and then have the ball on Harmony and that'll be your six points. And I think it's uh, the other thing with linked, I guess, is you know usually the risk around link is you drop an activation. Yeah. Uh, whether but honor can patch that because she's you know because you have superior strategy, so you can at least often even that score a and bit. A lot of the time with linked, you are going to be trading down in influence. Yeah. Like even if you maintain like activation parity, you're going to be trading down influence because you're probably spending like ten influence to remove like maximum six of theirs. Yeah. But it's just how important that that six influences yeah it's yeah, yeah. almost um to quite a term from like other games it's almost like a tempo play yeah yeah where you're you're taking the hit in resources but your resources mean less than theirs so it's fine yeah that's and um and obviously the other benefit she has is as you said protected brick so yeah. she is a five, five one, one which is which is a mean start line it's... i would suggest that there's probably one other sort of output I... model which is the newest mean... mason which might be champ I was going to say possibly Lucky, because I've not played with Lucky, and I know I've heard he gets, like, vague output because he's mom two on two, but mm. I don't have um, really knowledge of that. Champ, I've played a little bit of, but I have mostly played for her for being sort of like Flint-like. Yeah. Where she's got the distance of Flint, especially in, like, honor teams and Corbelli teams, 
but it doesn't quite have the playbook and tack to like she doesn't have the bible dodge is the problem yeah um I mean, has has native put me back in coach, which is really good. So you know, you never lose the influence on yep. her. Although um, you can kind of sort of lose the influence, like if you stack her with four and they kill her, and she comes on, even with stamina, sometimes she can't spend it in any yeah meaningful way yeah, because she but, doesn't have any damage to two. Yeah, generally, and uh, sorry, doesn't have any damage until mom two on three. Yeah, unless she's interacting with the ball, she often doesn't get any work done. Yeah. So you can yeah, sort yeah. of soft kill the influence, even if they can spend it, it's not really in any relevant way. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit more positioning. And I think it's that thing, isn't it? Like, there are more conditions with her yeah. than there are with Flint. But she she is a decent striker. You know, yeah. she, she has some good skills, but it's that it's she is a bit more complex than Flint, and she's a bit easier to invalidate than Flint, I think. So, Agreed. yeah. Um, and then, so should we talk about this? Probably another sort of... There's a couple of models that are... That are essentially in there to do sort of one or two things, aren't they? Which yeah. is probably that's basically the Mason's roster is modest yeah. one or two things, but doing them quite well. But there's all there's, I guess there's like should we talk about the sort of the tar pit models? Uh, so that's like uh, brick. Yeah. So brick's probably like the most egregious tar pit model, just because he is so good. Like all of his stats and playbook are like so pushed. He's mom two on two, knockdown on one. Uh, he's Tac five fulcrum is really good. Yeah, like it's. I think that's like quite underrated. I've yeah, seen. it's amazing. It's amazing. He's a very yeah. good like uh, first activation where if you've got like a scrum going and you've prisoned someone, he's quite a good one to go first. Mom two swung person puts up fulcrum and then sort of engages someone else. Yeah, he's he's another knockback model, which is again very powerful ability. Like brick tower and hammer knockback can get sort of surf them into all sorts of situations. It also gives them like functionally double pushes on one for the yeah. purposes of counterattacking because you don't have to take the dodge. Brick, Brick's counterattack is filth, especially because yeah. of because he has um, gravity yeah. well. Yes. So, so you can't. You're always engaging him if you engage him, yeah. and he essentially has a triple push on. He's attack five, triple push on two hits. Yeah. Double push on one. So he he is not a model to like sort of glide by with the ball and oh yeah. maybe just bounce off break you're like no 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 that's, no, 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 that's, no, 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 that's not that's how this is working um and then the other i guess the other one that you often see with him is granite yes um because they stack on each other really well right yes uh because granite whereas brick forces you to attack um him really because of gravity well and just the way that brick is you sort of have to attack him uh then granite then punishes you for attacking brick because you're trying to get through three armor, one crowd out, close ranks, and it's like good, good luck with functionally neg five dice. Yeah, you better have a really good first column. And it's um, it's a nice thing for a mason's play to set up because you know you you, just, you make them overlap with each other. You yeah. can sort of guard your your valuable captain with them, and and hope that your opponent sort of wanders in there. Um, the other I've... model to talk about with granite is um, hello. Um, <laughs> Is, there's an animal appeared on the screen. Is, that, is, that isn't Dan giving me an affectionate hello, unfortunately. Yeah, I would. But yeah. there is a there, there is my cat. Um, uh, the other model to talk about with granite is Vet Harmony. Yeah. Uh, she sort of that right. I'm not. Yep, it is. Uh, so Vet Harmony has a four. You've got a lot of four inch auras. Turns out. Um, has got four inch auras where she can pass damage off to herself. So what you can do with granite is, if granite takes damage, you can pass that to Vet Harmony, and then someone within four inches of granite has taken damage. So Granite can then have the free jog herself, 
Yeah, they get a lot of displacement, don't they? Yeah. And uh, and she also can take damage and conditions, can't she? Yes. So she, she's the so she's no, isn't a it chisel that takes conditions, or am I imagining the chisel? Oh, it's the chisel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so she's features. clear conditions. She has field medic. That's yeah. the one. So she can basically hit. She she's one of the two models with three with lucky, I guess, in the guild that can like help clear conditions off you. She also has mark target, which is really useful for all the reasons mark target is useful. Yeah, popping resilience. Popping, ah, uh, yeah. Again, especially with stuff like hammer, which is where you often see bet chisel. Yeah, anything that can extend hammer's threat range is gold because it's influence. Hammer doesn't have to spend. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I guess there's a sort of another sort of tier of models that sort of sit behind that, which is yeah, we talk vet chisel is kind of she's and, a kind of flex bot, isn't she? A yeah. bit. She allows you to do lots of flex in game. I guess. She's, Um, yeah. yeah. So, as you sort, this is how you get where like the Mason's roster is very reliant on all the rest of the Mason's roster. Whereas if you take Brick, then you probably want to take Granite. And if you take Granite, then maybe you want to look at the Harmony and like it sort of snowballs. So Vet Chisel is an interesting one because uh, she can move influence around. So um, a lot of the time, what you can find is that if Say, for instance, like they've got a goad or something like that, or counter charge where they can invalidate your influence. Sometimes you, rather than spending any of that, you just leave it there and you can then shift that with Vetches along to someone who is. Uh, it also interacts really well with um, Honor's uh, superior strategy because you can, say, for instance, obviously not with O Chisel, but like you can uh, fully spend, say, Brick's influence. Superior strategy brick and then move someone else's influence onto uh, brick, so you can have two fully loaded activations with the same model. Yeah, and uh, and then there's probably a couple of others that we've. I think um, easy ones. Oh, she also has assist. Yeah, she can hand out assist, which is fantastic. It, it, again, a, another plus assist. damage. Yeah, yeah, hammer with assist is pretty monstrous. Like so, so if it's a team that you really you're like. I'm happy hitting those six, but you know, I just need yeah. to go through a couple of really tough models and I'll be okay. The chisel with hammer is, is pretty amazing. And then I guess the sort of remaining two, I think that we've not really touched on are kind of tech pieces, aren't they? Mallet and tower. Yes. Um, tower towers in there. Like he, he has knockback. He has various things. He can do some damage. He's mainly there for tooled up. Yes. Like he's mainly there for tooled up and ha- uh, the stoic aura, which is the same one as the dots on river, I believe. Think so, yeah. Protect Stand those. close, protect yeah. close. The yeah, other thing same. I find with uh, Tower, weirdly, is he's like he's like a quite a good late game goal threat. Yeah, just because he has like functionally a ta- uh, tackle push on two. Yeah, which is like against one inch models is gold. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, and he and he's he's pretty durable. You know, eighteen boxes yeah. three two is is. Sort of captain level durability. Masons at the uh, was it Southeast Masters? Yes, like big sixty four. And in the finals, I was against uh, Dan Harwood's fish, and he uh, sturdied himself, charged through Corsair's melee zone, uh, took the KD on the sturdy yeah. to tackle push the ball away from a vet siren, and then shoot nice. the goal. Nice. Yeah, that's that's some sweet tech. Um, and then the last one, mallet. Mallet uh, is. He's the one that I saw. I have the most problems playing. Yeah. He's not only do I find it hard to put him in a roster, I also find it hard to fix him in the twelve. Mm. He's he's quite slow. He's like 
He's a brilliant enabler model, but Masons have so many other enabler models. Yeah, and he he can be he's like he can do some stuff. He can you know he's it's a tank stuff. Very it's good. good. He's a very good ball holder. Turn one on the receive. Yeah, until it, he's like very good until he's not. Yeah, like and then he's smash ends is really good. Smash ends on one is great, yeah. but like against like but defense three against a range character play or you know a two inch model with a tackle dodge or a tackle push. The other like problem I have is like even like in his best case scenario, which is probably receiving the ball. And then he's like the where you put the ball against two inch melee teams, because he's three two. Like a lot of the times they can hit the top end of the playbook, which has like yeah. some tackle double dodge, and and you can sort of get around that if you then took champ and then gave him close control. But then you're taking champ and mallet, which is then. And that's the thing, isn't it? Like you say, that there's some things that cascade each other, like in yeah. terms of teams, and we'll talk about those. I think in just a second. Like there's also the reverse temptation of like if you make a like a, a suboptimal pick or a pick that isn't very good, you're often like, oh, I can take this model to cover this thing. Like yeah. it's often it's a conversation I remember having with Albert Cox uh, at the peak of Corbelli when you could take, you know, V Chisel with Corbelli, and everyone was saying, we well, take V Chisel with Corbelli, and then and then you could put assist on Corbelli, and then Corbelli does loads yeah. of damage. And Albert's like, or you just take O Chisel and kill something, and Corbelli scores a goal. Like you know, you're getting like. You know, five or six extra damage, maybe on, but you just score goals, like you know. So it's so there is that temptation, isn't it, to be like, to, you can come up with lots of ingenious com- uh, combinations with masons, but sometimes you can be too clever. Yeah, that's that's. So, should we talk a little bit about like sort of like the the team you'd build out because there's these quite distinct teams, or maybe even just like an example, you know, sort of core team for each of the captains because I think we've said they do drive. So let's start with honor, and I think. So- I have problems because I'm probably going to bring my own biases into this. That's that. This is a podcast full of biases. You, as a. Oh, uh, okay, that's fine. Then this yeah, is yeah. going to be good. Perfect. On a... <laughs> At no point have we said this is a neutral podcast without opinions about stuff that is. Uh... Uh, Honor is the only captain worth playing. Don't have the others in the roster. There's no point. <laughs> Honor will do whatever you want, whenever you want. There we go. Uh, but uh... in counter that argument, I give you blacksmiths. Yeah, you right. want hammer uh, into blacksmiths. Yeah. <laughs> hammer, I think blacksmiths are the only reason why I play honor, uh, hammer in my twelve. Um, so honor, I I cannot find a reason not to take marbles. Yeah, I tried wrecker. It's just not marbles. He gives way too much to honor. Like I think even if he didn't have assist honor, I'd possibly take him over wrecker anyway, just because I really rate goad and counter charge. But he's got the assist as well, which makes him very hard to pass up. Personally, I will always take um, O Harmony because O Harmony helps the game states that I like to play in Masons, where you can pull wins out of nowhere or go for the win slightly earlier than like some people think or expect. Yeah, um, I find that like in like the complete stalemate matchups, then she loses some value. But in sort of an even matchup where like it's not just complete ball hunker on one side of the board she generates they've got to think like twice yeah yeah you've always you're always aware that's a possibility yeah and i don't believe she's played that often so a lot of people misplay into them i find um then i mostly always take flint just because um whether kicking or receiving because of superior strategy flint's always going to get his turn one goal run yeah. 
because either you're going to kick out and then you've still got two flint activations to go and pick up the ball and score, or you can hold that activation for as long as possible and then score probably with momentum going into the next turn. So, like, if they misplay the ball, then you get a second goal. So then that leaves two slots. I find it very hard to not bring a chisel. Yeah. Whether it's if I'm looking at a very quick game, like, say, into fish. I sometimes bring the chisel because I'm looking to make the most out superior strategy activations and the uh, moving influence really helps that because you can like front load areas of the board and really push through there. And then but generally I'll take O chisel into most matchups just because again output models are very valuable. Um, and then you've got one flex spot open which really is basically entirely matchup dependent. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the time I will default to Brick just because it keeps Harmony safe and he's just very good all around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there are reasons why you'd want Granite. Like, again, if you're into, like, lots of two-inch, maybe you want Granite over Brick. Um, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And then let's let's talk about the Cursed Lesser Captains then as the, as the <laughs> trademark. If, if we have to. Uh, so I think Hammer is... Um, I mean, the Hammer Prison we talked about, which is probably the most common way you see it, is, you know, Hammer, Granite, Brick, yeah, wreck or and their harmony. Because not only does that, or like sometimes you'll flex the chisel into tower. Yeah, tower. Yeah, depending on what their condition game is, Um, because that gives you ways to threat extend hammer. It gives you ways to keep hammer safe. A lot of the time, you will want to go second with that team and then be able to go with hammer last. And it gives you the highest chance of being able to push Hammer into a position where he can sort of yo-yo in and out. And then you can, and then if you get more, the more varied team you tend to see, you know, Hammer, you know, Flint or Oches, or you know, some other output models essentially. And it's, I and see it's almost like a base kick, I think. Yeah, because he can, he gets to start five inches up, plus a record push, plus mark target, and then like you're really threatening the board, and it's very hard for them to keep everyone out of range without sort of retreating behind their line. Yeah, and the big thing to be aware of just with the record push in Hammer is that that will remove Hammer's Stoic. Yeah. Sturdy, is it Stoic? I can't remember. Which is the one you get, uh, get pushed in? Stoic, will it? Stoic, I think. So I it's record... Is Stoic not enemy? No. No, it's May. May. You may ignore the first yes. push, but as soon as you've used yes, that, you don't get you to use... stoic on another model. But you, yeah. it's not you, you. don't have to suffer a push, and then yeah. No, no. You could so you can yeah. you can be pushed by wrecker, but it just means yes. that then if you go into a mod, say you go into hearth, the aforementioned yes. hearth, she's just going to push hammer right back out. Sure. Um, because yeah. you, you so and it's just a little one to be aware of with hammer, and then Corbelli. Um, is, uh, so he... Corbelli's the one I have least experience on, but I would get. I would probably default to taking marbles just because I rate goad. Yeah. It also gives you like a pseudo goalkeeper. You probably don't play marbles like far up like you do with honor. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I can imagine you play them like fairly close to the goal. Like you get to counter charge occasionally, throw goads and that sort of stuff. Uh, I think you should probably always take goad chisel just because you need <coughs> an output model. Yeah, and then you're probably always taking flint <laughs> yeah, because like he's the best striker. And then you know then another mod. It's probably whether you want to play that I'm going to move some big enforcers around or whether yeah. you're going to, like, I'm going to sort of yo-yo in um, uh, O-Chisel, Flint, and um, a Corbelli, and then I want all the buffs to put on them. So you might take maybe Tower and, like, Vet Harmony. Yeah. 
and I think there's also the, I think there's some merit in it to with Corbelli. I know I think I've seen it done where it's almost using brick like a pseudo version of um, Mule. Of just of sort of with with because you can move him so far with yeah. Corbelli of just going. Brick's going to come and interfere with you. Yes. You know, your whole team, go fight Brick. Because yeah. he is the most durable model in Mason. So, like, go fight Brick. Here's and, a large target. Um, yeah, and while I run around and try and get the ball. So there is so there is some some merit yeah. to that. Um, I guess, like, I, if we sort of get to summing up, like, are Masons fun? Yes. Yeah. I Like, they might not be flashy, but they... If you find looking at the game of Gilball like not like a puzzle like an engineer puzzle where it's like I need to hit there, dodge there, but like they're a great team where if you find it fun to look for your outs, they're a great team for that. They also help you help your fundamentals. Uh just like learning the game as a whole through Masons is just I think it's very rewarding. Because you get uh they reward you playing into the model's strengths, but also let you flex outside of that. So when you see the slightly flashier play that, like, well, actually, because um, Mallet's got pushes, like, this time, it's not right for him to hit singled out shins. I'm gonna set up some damage or do the pushes, or he's got the forceful charge, which is guaranteed damage. Like, most situations, you can probably find a way out with Masons, which is something that I love. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I love I love having options and like and I don't and they're a funny one. And they're a guild that can work as we talked about. The sort of Hammer Prison is a guild with a very rigid single plan. Yeah, like I'm going to do this, but they also work incredibly well as a guild where you like I don't really have a plan. I'm going to see what the board state looks like and I'm going to yeah. play dependent on that. Like and so yeah, they reward a lot of different play styles. I I I don't have much more to say about Masons. Um, I know you could talk more about on- maybe we'll do some bonus contents at some point which is just a, a, a four hour monologue from you about Honor and her glory um, but I think that that's a, that's a guild in um, you know a three etched into a yeah. five sort of scored out into a three in 30 minutes and that's that's yeah. the Mason's guild so so I just want to say thanks for coming on oh, no thanks for taking the time to chat us all through this and uh, I'm sure you, that people can hit you up on discord and things like that if they want oh, to yeah, chat I'm Mason. always happy to chat Mason's brilliant uh, so thank you very much dear listener uh, we hope you enjoyed this and we'll see you again I'm sure for more guilds in somewhat more than 30 minutes Thank you.